Good morning. All right. So we're continuing in Derech Metzvesecha, Perek Yud Aleph, and we are holding by um, well, let's Increase a little energy here. Um, so we're holding four lines from the top of page Kufchaf. So he explains just like he's saying that every day um, is similar to Rosh Hashanah to the beginning of the year, and that just like Rosh Hashanah, on era of Rosh Hashanah, everything goes back to uh, a pre uh, pre creation. All energies revert back into their source, and we have to reconstruct the entire, the entire seder ishtalshulos, the entire uh, projection of light from its very quintessential source. So too, in a small individual way, it happens every single day. Um, and, and the way it works during the Rosh Hashanah is that on on on, on Rosh Hashanah throughout Kia Shoifer, which entails. Um, the deepest bittel, that's what Kiyah Shoifer is, the bittel from the essence of the soul, to Hashem, complete, complete devotion to the point where one uh, gives himself over completely. I'm your servant. There's nothing other to me but your service. And that deep, deep, deep bittel is what reaches the Ein Sof himself, and from there it draws forth life, vitality for the entire year. So the same is also every day there has to be the beginning, what sparks the whole the whole, the, whole, um, the whole energy of the day is the bittel, the deepest bittel coming by Shema Yisrael, Hashem Lekein Hashem Achot. So that's what he says. So too will be understood, Lamaskal, to those who understand, that there is a me'enze, there is something like this, individually every day. When we say the first Pasuk of Shema, the Efshir, and it's quite possible, Ad this continues, we say, In this, there is an argument, If you're supposed to say, um, But that's parenthetical, but that's the argument, because the question is, this main primary Hamshacha, from Ikra Vishorsha the Kula Alman, from the very source, from the very beginning, um, where, where, to where does it happen? Only during Shema or even the Vahafta itself. Al Yedei, as he explains, Ava, the love, Shabibchinas Mo'idcha. The Ikra Ingen is not even the Bechol of Avcha. The Bechol of Avcha is a love contained in vessels. Bechol Nafshacha is a greater love, but it still has some limitation. Bechol Mo'idcha means complete. Total mysterious nafish, total expiration of the person, the desire to be completely, completely, completely nullified in the Abishtim. It is known, These are the two mysterious nafishes. The mysterious nafish of which is the love to the point where the neshama is ready to exit and unify itself with its source, and the be'echad. It's, it's only that mysterious nafish. Which is in a state of einoid malvadoi. That's the nakuda. There has to be a state where there's nothing besides a lukus, 
in which a person can touch the essence of the Ein Sof. Right? As long as there is Metzius, as long as there is some sense of beingness or desire to be a being, then there is no, then, then, then it doesn't stimulate and it doesn't trigger and it doesn't connect to the Ein Sof Mamish. That when a person does that, the person causes on page Kufchaf um, eight lines from the beginning of the pay of the lines. So when the person does that, he is goyrim. He causes aliyasachayis through intense mesiras nefesh. The person is, is elevating his neshama, the chayas of his neshama, ad makar harishin, until the very quintessential source, who which is the oirin seif himself, to draw down from there, chayas chadash mamish, literally a new life, a new energy, a new life to vitalize the oilamais, to give life to the world. Will be yois and since. So again, in order to reach Mamish, the Ein Seif, so just like by Hashanah, in a general way, we can only reach the Ein Seif through total Mesiris Nefesh, coming from Oymek, Oymek, Oymek HaNeshama. That's why we learn so many times that the Shoifer doesn't have any words, because it's an expression of the core of the Neshama, where it doesn't have any, where the Neshama is, 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 is just wants to melt into Hashem's light, is crying without words. Mamish Beli Hagbala, without limitations, and that, and, that, and that reaches the Ein Tzayf and, and engages, involves, stimulates, draws forth the Hashem into a relationship with the world. The same is also, in order to spark and engage and involve Hashem into the creation, which requires the Shema Yisrael, Hashem Alekeinu, Hashem Achad, which is that deepest bitl and Messias Nefesh, Ubi Yais, and since. Since this Hamshacha, the beginning of its revelation, is in Chachmila. So he's going to explain now that really Kriya Shema, as he's explaining now, is not, is not a, a, or we might say, a, sphere, a spherotic element relating to the spheres. Kriya Shema is going totally beyond the spheres, getting to the very, very, very beginning of everything. And from there, drawing down light. If so, why does it say in the Kizbe Arizal that Kriyashima is the Yichud of Abba and Ima? That Kriyashima is the unification of father and mother? Why emphasize father and mother, which is Chachm and Bina, when in truth Kriyashima goes far beyond father and mother? Infinite, way, way, way endlessly beyond. It reaches to, to the very, very core of the Ein Soif. The answer is true, it's, it's stimulating at the very essence. But its first revelation, that it has some kind of a tangibility, some kind of a relationship to Olamites, to worlds, its first drawing down is in the Chachma, is in Chachma. Because Chachma is the first keli, the first vessel that shayach to the Olamites. So that's why we're saying that Kriya Shema is, is stimulating in Chachma. It's not really stimulating in Chachma. Kriya Shema is really reaching, Kriya Shema is really reaching much deeper than Chachma. On page Kuf Chaf. Kriya Shema is really reaching much deeper than Chachma. It's reaching to the Ein Sof itself. But from the Ein Sof, as it manifests, as it's drawing it down, what's its first person? Just like in a person. In a person, the subconscious, superconscious, is, is you know, beyond the Chachma. Where does consciousness really begin? It begins in the first spark of an idea. 
the epiphany, the first flash of an idea, that's the Chachma, that's the Eirah Chachma, that's when it's becoming known into the, into the vessels of the person. So the same is also by Kriya Shema. Through our intent, so Kriya Shema, the first Pasuk of Shemitah, it's amazing. That's why Chazal say that you have to have Kavana only in the first Pasuk of Kriya Shema, because that's really where you're triggering everything. You're literally triggering life for the universe for that day, and we as Jews are accomplishing that. We reach up to the very, very beginning of the beginning through our Masiris Nefesh Be'achod, and over there we touch the Ein Sof, causing a, because the Arizal says that you can't be Ma'orer in, in higher than Chachma, higher in the Ein Sof, only through Masiris Nefesh. A total bitl nullification. And that's why you need on our part the Masiris Nefesh of Echad, that triggers the Ein Sof and draws the light down into Chachma. But Chachma still doesn't really have any vessels. Chachma is pure light as light is entering into consciousness. But that's what we see when you have an epiphany, for instance. We have a new idea. When someone tells you the first moment after you have an idea, idea so tell me, so what is it? You can't explain it. Like you're trying, when you're studying Gemara or you're studying something and you're trying and you have this new insight and someone asks you, okay, so what did you understand? You have no words for it because there's no oisios yet. It's, it's barely, it's barely touching the vessels. The kalim and chachma are very, very vague. There's no words, it's mainly energy. Bina, which is the left side of the brain, the bina is the analytical part of the brain, that's when you're anchoring the idea down into vessels. That's where you begin to, um, you begin to dissect it with all the details and all the parts and all, the, all, the, all of its, you begin to flesh it out with all the parts, that's when you're anchoring it down into vessels. So that's why Kriya Shema is not just drawing it down into Chachma, because if it's still in Chachma, it's still hovering. It's still too high, but drawing it more into a concrete state, into Bina. So that's why Kriya Shema is called Yichud, a unification of Abba and Iba. It has to first be captured in Abba, in Chachma. Chachma is called Father. It has to first be captured in Chachma, because without it first coming into Chachma, it's Bechlal not Shaykh. It's still in its pure, pure, pure in, in infinity. It has no relationship at all to any kind of defined existence of Olamos of world. But once it makes itself known in Chachma, then, yeah, then the Chachma passes it on to the Bina, where it takes some kind of a, already a, a defined, a defined um, uh, uh, state. And that's why Chachma and Bina are called, as you explain in a minute, they're called Ayin and Yesh. Ayin and Yesh. Chachm is still a state of Ayin. Ayin means nothingness. Because even though there is already a flash, but being that the flash is still undefinable, the flash is still as pure as its source, it still doesn't have yet, uh, you know, you, you don't see the details in it, you just see the energy. So that's why it's still called Ayin nothingness. And then from the nothingness, as it gets passed into Bina, Bina is called already something. Because it has already definitions, it has structure, details. All right, so that's what he says over here. It's first revelation. Which that is the beginning of the world of emanation. Because that's the first world. And we know that Chachma is the only Keli. The vessel that can receive the Oren Saif himself, Hashem himself. So that's the reason why it says in that in Yichud is the unification of Abba the Ima of Chachma and Bina. And what he's emphasizing over here very strongly is that it's not Chachma, 
What really is going on in Kriya Shema is that we're triggering something from the Oren Seif itself, from God himself as in beyond all spheres, beyond all attributes. It's only that the first keli to receive that is in Chachm. The Hainu, Hamshachas Achayas, the drawing of the, of the, of the, of the energy, V'ha'or and the light, M'ha'orein Seif, from the Oren Seif, B'chachma, into Chachma, Umisham, and from there, Nimshach, Labina, it passes it on to the Bina, Shehein B'chinas Ayin V'yesh, which Chachma and Bina are called, Chachma is called the supernal nothingness, and Bina is called already the beginning of something, the beginning of substance. Like in a person, when you have an idea, a flash of an idea, it's still nothing when it's still in that creative state, and when you begin to analyze it, you know, with all the details, to structure it, to write it down, to, 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 to get it all, so then what happens, it becomes from ayin, from nothingness, into yesh, into something of some substance. And they're called Rein Rey and the two friends, Chachma and Bina, called two friends that never separate. Because you need this, this couple of Chachma and Bina always have to go be together. Because again, if it stays on Chachma, and you know, you, we, we all know ourselves, if we don't pass a concept down from the Chachma to the Bina, we have a concept, we have it flashing in our Chachma, and we don't pass it on to the Bina, what happens is we lose it. You come back, listen, you know, if you, you, if you don't have the time after you have a new chiddush, a new novel idea, if you don't have the time to at least begin the process of fleshing it out, of stretching it, of bringing it into the, into the details, of verbalizing it in your mind, putting it into words, then, then you're going to lose it. There's nothing holding it. It's going to go back into the pre-intellect. It's not going to be there anymore. So you need to right away anchor it down. That's why in Kriyashma, we have to bring it into, at least into the Bina even if we're not yet bringing it into the emotions, but at least into the Bina, so it's stored away in a, in, a, in a defined state. And then from there, we can already later come back to it and, and, and draw it further down, develop it further. Um, and some say, the Nimtza comes out, that this first primal, uh, uh, primordial Hamshacha, the first drawing down, is through the Mesiris Nefesh, through our complete nullification, when we say Shema, that there's nothing but Hashem. Va'ava, and also the love, the love of the person, but what kind of love? Not a love, not a measured love, but an infinite love. A love where the soul is being drawn, being that a person perceives in his mind, echad, that there's nothing but God, literally nothing. So even if there is some kind of a love, which, which, which generally indicates that the person does feel himself because you can't love if you're not feeling yourself. You have to, I love. See, so. But the love is a very, very subtle love. It's almost like more that you're being drawn by something than that you are loving. It's, it's almost like you're not conscious even of the love. You're perceiving something so wonderful and so great that it's, that it's pulling you in. It's like someone is, is, in a, is in a museum if they appreciate art and they suddenly come across such an amazing um, um, piece of art that they're transfixed and they're being drawn into things. They lose all sense that they're there even watching it. They're just pulled or, or you're watching an incredible sunset or something that is just pulling you in and you, you, you don't even know you're there. That's, that, that's what kind of love we're talking about. A love that doesn't have any feeling of self and that's why it's complete. And that's the va'afta, the, 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 the love that comes together with the, with the, with the, with the mesiris nefesh of echad comes the love, the b'chom oitcha, the love of all your, all your might. So he says, this experience, the echad of every day, and the vahaft of every day, that's your little Rosh Hashanah. That's your little Tkiah Shofar. 
just like once a year we do it by Tkia Shofar, but then we accomplish it for the whole year. So in a mini way, every day, we do it by Vedugma, Samshachas, Aklolish, Abedosh Hashanah. And similar to this general Hamshacha that we affect on Rosh Hashanah, Al Yedei Tkia Shofar through Tkia Shofar. Elosh Abedosh Hashanah, and Rosh Hashanah, Hu Hamshachas Chayas Kloli, and Rosh Hashanah, it is a more general life. Lachol Hashanah Kula, in which we are drawing it down for the whole year. Shushana is this amazing day in which we capture we capture the life force for the whole year. Meaning Hashem renews his energy, his commitment to the world for the year on Rosh Hashanah. That's Rosh Hashanah. And then every day we have we have to allocate energy for that particular day from the general life force that was already drawn on Rosh Hashanah. So the procedure is the same. Just like on Rosh Hashanah, we first have to have a total nullification to God. To elicit from Hashem Himself a new interest in creation. So the same is also in detail every day that Hashem has to vivify that day, energize that day. So we also do go through a mini process of a tkiah shofar, and that's Rosh Hashanah includes the 365 days of the year. That is in all the, all the days of the year. And then every day, we have to hamshacha. We have to um, draw down specifically the to that day. Basically, every day, as 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 a Jew in this world, we have to create the infrastructure of our life. It's unbelievable. We come in the morning and we pray, and we're literally creating the day. We're creating everything that's going to happen that day. Not only are we creating this day, but we're creating the entire infrastructure of all worlds of the whole spiritual dynamics of our day is all created in the prayer. So it's not stam davening. Davening is it's mamish, it's mamish, everything. The life force of the day is, is, is being drawn down and constructed during prayer. And afterwards by that happens by the Shema. And then as we continue into Shemona Esrei, it, it happens v'nimshach and is drawn who from this general drawing down that we draw by Kriya Shema, his chalkus v'hamshacha pratias. Now we just have to detail it into the details. So it gets divided, hamshacha pratias, and specific hamshachas, livnois, to construct partsufei zun. We have to construct the partsufim. Partsufim means the, the uh, how do they call the parts of a, uh, the, the, what do they call it? The parts of a, not the vessels, partsufim is the whole, um, there's a word for it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a gestalt. It's the full. Uh, no, it's like an infant structure. The full. No, no, no. Gestalt is what I'm saying. The, the word in English for parts of. I don't know why it's slipping my mind now. Um, so we have to we have to create, which means a a a a uh, the, the attribute with all the with all its details. That's what's called a parts of. A parts of means not just it's not just one attribute, but it's the parts of it's the attribute with the chesed of that attribute, with the gvura of that attribute, fully flesh it out. So, the kalem, mainly the kalem, the ur is going to come soon. We have to live noise, we have to build up partsufei zun, the parts of, of zun, zun is called zuchra venukva, which means the, the attributes of the emotions, the emotional attributes, and the nukva, which is the feminine attribute, which is malchus, which is the shechina, which is the world of divine speech. And we have to construct it all. 
that they should be fitting for the yichud. They should be ready for, that they too should have a yichud. They too should have a unification. In other words, first we have to create them. First we have to build up the infrastructure of the masculine energies, the emotional attributes of Hashem. And, and then afterwards, the feminine element, which is malchus. And because only if there is malchus, if, there's, if, if, if Hashem's, Hashem's, if Hashem's dibur is constructed, then it's going to enter into the worlds because the worlds cannot receive it directly from the Chachma and the Bina. Just like, for instance, just like in a human being. A human being can perceive ideas from today till tomorrow. And he can be a, a huge genius and have incredible ideas. But if the person, if, if it remains in the Chachma, the Bina of the person, it won't influence anybody on the outside. In order for something to influence the outside, the person has to have a desire, first of all, to give. If you don't have a desire, if you don't have an emotion, a feeling of wanting to share the knowledge, then the knowledge stays in the thinker. It's not going to influence. So you see from here, from the Chachma and the Bina, even after you have an idea, and even after you flesh it out, there has to be excitement. And those are called the masculine attributes. The masculine attributes are the emotions. So that has to be built up afterwards in Hashem as well. Hashem, you have to create within Hashem, so to speak, the construction of Hashem's emotions, that he should want to take this new energy of the day, this new idea called Monday, Pasha's Ve'era, Tavshin and Gimel, the day with all the potential that this day has in the fulfillment of the divine dream, Hashem's dream of having a home for himself that we create through the Torah and mitzvahs, has to be, Hashem has to become excited about it to transmit the energy that he conceived in his mind. Through our Shema, he conceives the idea. But it's not enough just the conception of the idea, then it has to be the excitement. And then excitement is not enough, because even if a person is excited about something, if they don't, if they don't communicate their excitement in words, then the outside, outsiders don't have it. So we have to draw it down into Hashem's speech, and then Hashem has to want to talk. And then he speaks the day. He speak, literally, Hashem speaks that day into existence. And that's the Dibur, that's when it gets into Malchus. So that's what he means, we have to build up, we have to build up partsufe, the, the, the parts of, of Zuchra, the Nukva, of the masculine energy, which is the emotions. And then Nukva, which is the female world, which is the world of speech. That they should be fitting, they should be ready for the Yichud. The Yichud is going to be the Yichud of the emotions and the speech. That Hashem's emotion, what he's excited about. And what is he excited about? He's excited about the day. Hashem is excited about the day that is, come, is ahead of us. Everything that's going to happen in the world, that's his Chachman as Bina, that create the emotions. And that Hashem should transmit that into speech and speak the world into existence for that day and all the blessings of the world, everything that's going to happen. This person is going to receive this blessing, this person is going to receive that all during the day so that we can activate Hashem's plan in the world. As he says, the Ikar and the main thing is Habinyan, when is the main construction taking place? In the blessings of Avais, in the first blessing of Shemona Esrei, we construct most of it. That's why we say Hagadol, Hagibor, Vahanora. Gadol is constructing the whole right side. Gadol is Chesed. Gibor is the construction of the construction of the vessels on the left side. That's Gibor. And Nora is the center column. So you have already the three columns. And then you say Laman Shemo, all this is for the sake of his name. The name of Hashem, that's the Shechina. Shechina, Malchus is called name, Melech Shemo, Nikra. So the whole construction of Chesed, Gevur, Etiferes, is only Laman Shemoi Bi'ava, that he should pour it all into his name. Or maybe Goel, Goel is Yesod. So you see, Mamish, all the spheres. Or maybe Goel, and he brings a Goel, which is Geulu, which is Yesod, as we learned many times. Im Ge'olcha Toiv Yigal, that the power, Smichas Geulu Latfila, 
Geula is related to the attribute of Yesod, the transmitting power to transmit into Malchus. So really in Pirchus Avais, you have already the whole infrastructure of Atzilus. Okay? What? Yanit Kavana, again. You see, the two main parts that Yanit Kavana is in Shema, because Shema is when you're triggering it from the very beginning, the idea is being drawn down at the very source. And then the infrastructure is mainly created by Birchus Avis. And then by Ato Gibor, it starts being more specified. Why? Because Ato Gibor, Gibor is the left side. Smolo, his left side beneath my head. We're relating more to the right side. Um, it's interesting why the left before the right? Because it says, God, the Pasik and Shira Shirim says, his left hand is under my head and his right hand embraces me. So you see that for some reason the Yichud has to come first through the left, which is the respect and the relationship, the, the awe and the respect, the Gibor, the left side. And then from there, Yeminoi, his right hand, Chapkeni, is the embrace of Hashem as he embraces us. So that's why Atta Kaddish is related to the right side, I'm not exactly sure. Why Atta Kaddish, where do you have the idea of Atta Kaddish related to the right? The Yeminoi, Chapkeni, who got maybe the only thing I think I could think of is because of Hasidus, we learn many times that Kedusha is related to Chachma. And, and Chachma is on the right. So. Um, now you see that interesting idea that when you begin in the actual transmission, you first need to have the, 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 the left, when you're creating the kalim, that's the main point. And I understand why. Because when you're dealing over here with creating the vessels, when over here we're creating the vessels, the vessels you need more the left side to create. Vessels are more an union of gavura. You need a container. So that's why the left plays first more of a, more of a, it says binyan amalchus, the construction of, of malchus is mainly from gavura. More, is more from Gevura than it is from Chesed. As it says, uh, So that's why also, for instance, Tishrei, the whole month of Tishrei, in which we're constructing the vessels to receive light for that, for that year, the first 10 days, Hashem is relating to us, not with love, but relating to us more with discipline. With Mishpat. It's from Rosh Hashanah, and Kippur, we experience, we experience for first Hashem's left side, the energy from the left, Smoiloi Tachas Lareishi, and then only it flips over to the right when it comes to sukkahs. The Yiminoit Chapkeni, it's Hashem's embrace. That's what a sukkah is. A sukkah is God's embrace. It's Hashem's love. But you see the energy fluctuates and moves first from the left and then to the right. So every day as well, we first have Atta Gibor, and then we move on to Atta Kadosh. Atta Gibor is on the left, Atta Kadosh is on the right. Vogamkin, Hashanah, just like Rosh Hashanah, Maschol Binyan Anukva. We construct the world of Malchus. Beprotius, specifically. We first have the left side. That's why there are days of judgment. And only after that, we begin We beginning the beginning of the right, right side. From Yom Kippur itself, we're beginning to experience the right hand of Hashem drawing us in. Until, and this is the seven days of Sukkot, until the end of Sukkot. Ki yidu, as is known, Ela, Rosh Hashanah, V'yayim Kippurim, V'sukkot, An Rosh Hashanah, V'yayim Kippurim, V'sukkot, Hu Abinyan B'klolis. We're building it for the whole year. V'achakach B'chol Yom, and then afterwards, every day, Hu Rak Binyan Prati. It's a specific energy for that day. V'oysa Yom for that day. U'kimoy, and just like, here, this is so unbelievable. E'kimoy Shebe Binyan Anukva, V'de Rosh Hashanah. 
And just like when we're building, constructing, we construct the vessels on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. We're constructing divine speech on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. We know that Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, when you begin learning Chassidus, you find out that Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, Sukkot, it's all an introduction to Samchas Torah. It's all an introduction to Shemini Yatzeres. Because what happens? When is, there the, when is there the union? When is the real union happening between God and the world? Between the Zivug? Um, it's, uh, from Rosh Hashanah until Sukkot, it's all dating. When is the actual marriage and the union between Hashem and the world and the draw is that happens on Shemini Yatzeres. That's what the meaning is. Va'az huam shachas hatipa. Just like in a union, it's a drawing. The man, the, man, the, man, the man is drawing down of his essence, transmitting it to his wife, transmitting it to the recipient. So the same is also, and that's the essence of the life force that he's giving. So too on Shemini Yatzeres is the time when God transmits the entire energy to the world. It's received in the vessel for the year. Shemini Atzeres, Atzeres means conception. We conceive it. Into our soul source. That's called the feminine aspect of the Eirampin. Today is a day that you're conceiving it. Same as also when we construct Zun, we construct the two worlds on Zuchr Venukva on. Uh, during Shemona Esrei, Nimshach Acha Kachatipa, the Sim Shalom. Sim Shalom is again a pivotal part of Shemona Esrei. Sim Shalom, Toiv of Racha, is at that moment is when the when Hashem transmits the energy is the Yichud of the Ein Sof with Malchus, with the with the with the masculine attributes with Malchus. Basically, let me just say one one that this all should be taken out of its out of its out of its. Um, out of its uh, uh, Kabbalistic terminology into something simple. It's sort of like this. When a person, what does he mean first you have to build the vessels, and after you build the vessels, now you have the male and female elements that can unify. So just say one nakuda. The nakuda is something like this. And that's what I was thinking today. I don't know, it's so funny, I was, uh, last night when I was learning this, I was, I was, I was like in the loss. Like, how do you, like, what is he saying? First you have the vizas, and then you have the yichut. And then as I woke up in the morning today, mama says, I'm laying in bed, it like, it's a thought came to my head and it, it, it was, wow, I'm so happy. So the idea is like this, I think. And then the kuda is that the, 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 the um, just like when a person has an epiphany of an idea. You have an idea and then you, ha- you have to get excited about it and then you create the vessels. I know when I'm preparing a shear. So you have to create the words. You create, you're, how are you going to explain this? So you develop the idea, develop the words. But then you have words. Then when, you, but when you're giving it over and you're teaching it, if, if a shear is a good shear, if a class is good, if it, you want that your entire being, your entire soul should pour itself into those words. Or that your emotion should spill into the words. It shouldn't just be words. It should be words saturated with, with yourself. So that's the two, the two things over here. First you, have to const- first you have to create the vessels. You have to create the words. Once you have the construction of the words, now you have hamshacha satipa. Tipa means the essence as it pours into those words. And that is the yichud of the masculine light. With the first, you have the emotions that's creating the, it's, it's stimulating you to create those words. What you're going to say, how you're going to say it. But then, while you're giving it over, you want that there should be a connection between the very chachma and the essence of the of, of the idea into the oisios, into the letters. There should be a unification, really, of chachma and malchus, which happens through the emotions. 
as it reaches the recipients as it reaches Malchus. All right. Well, Hashem further explain this tomorrow.